next? What's next? Two hours. The top ten stories of the day. According to them. El Jefe. And J-Dubs. Next is now on 92.3. Free FM. Welcome to Next. I'm El Jefe, and I think JetBlue is getting a bum rap. And I'm J-Dubs, and I know Tim Hardaway is. What? All right. Here's what it is. The top ten stories of the day in two hours with us. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. A little bit more on us in a second. And, of course, you. Which one of these headlines, or will any of these headlines, be the number one story of the day? What a man faked a kidnapping for to keep the truth from his wife. Also, too, why a fire teacher in Queens was in the right. And also, J-Dubs, what caging retarded children will cost you. It's all next. I'll pay anything for it. 866-313-FREE, 866-313-FREE. Uh, I want to remind you, the show moves fast. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you know what the topic is, you have an opinion. You get in quickly because, like I said, we only have a little bit of time to spend on each story. We'll get some uh, you know, some recaps and uh, have a chance to get caught up on things. But as soon as you hear it, you dial in, and our boys in the back will take care of you. MySpace.com slash Next Radio. That's the uh, kind of the official thing right now. It also has the top tens over the past week done to the blog section. NextRadioFans.com, FreeFMFans.com. Uh, like I said, I'm Hefe, and that's Dubs. We used to host a wild, crazy shock jock radio show called The Hideout in Orlando, Florida, and also Shock Jock, uh, Washington, D.C., and uh, kind of learn about that through those websites as well. Of course, uh, we've mentioned before, we've uh, hung out and used to work with and also produce our buddies Ron and Fez that uh, work right here. And I want to thank them, too, for the outstanding lunch we had. I enjoyed the mussels. Thank you, Fezzy, for uh, allowing me to get the most expensive thing on the... Uh, on the- <laughs> On the menu. It was very nice. I'm sure I'll hear all about it tomorrow. I'm oh. sure you will. I didn't want to uh, bend his card any more than I had to. All right, J-Dubs, here we go. Let's get started with the number 10 story of the day. Next. Next. On 92.3 Free FM. Story number 10. Dubs, we actually broke this story on Free FM last night. Mm-hmm. It is Tim Hardaway, former NBA player, coming out and saying that he hates gay people, emphatically on a radio show in Miami. I mean, there's no way to kind of mix words here. He came out and flat out just said, I hate gay people. Now, we only had the news story last night about it. Tonight we actually have the next downloads, which is the audio version of what it was. We got that and also the repercussions of the whole thing and why I'm disappointed in Mr. Timmy Hardaway. Now... I was of the opinion that he wasn't going to catch a whole lot of flack about this because he's a black man. Well, even on CNN today, I was watching, and uh, another black man said, if this was a white guy, it would have been even been worse. But he is catching a lot of stuff, Tim Hardaway is. I told you, that dirt stash, Mike Miller, who plays for the Memphis Grizzlies, if he had said this, he would be out of the league now. Now, there have been repercussions for Hardaway. We'll tell you what those are. Uh, but first, in case you missed it, and by the way, this all kind of comes around too. There was a former NBA player, journeyman, John Amici, who recently came out, wrote a book, and so it's kind of been in the news all over the place. But here, if you've missed it all day, uh, and for the first time in next, and the story was broken last night here, here's Tim Hardaway. Um, and a lot of people are saying here too, once you listen to this, 
wow, I'm going to give the guy some props for being honest. Finally, somebody's coming out and saying what they actually mean. So here's Hardaway on that uh, radio show yesterday in Miami. Next to download. Ooh. Uh, first of all, I wouldn't want him on my team. And um, second of all, you know, if he was on my team, I, I would, you know, really distance myself from him because um, uh, uh, I don't think that's right. And, you know, I, I, I don't think that, you know, he should be in a locker room while we're in a locker room. And it's just a whole lot of other things. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even be a part of that. But, you know, it's stuff like that going on, and there's a lot of other people out here like that that's, still in the closet and don't want to come out the closet, but, you know, um, I, I just leave that alone. You know that what you're saying there, though, Timmy, is flatly homophobic, right? It's just flat, it, it's bigotry. Well, you know, I, you know, I hate gay people, so, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I let it be known. I don't like gay people. I don't like to be around gay people. I don't, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm, homo, I'm homophobic. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, like it. it. It shouldn't be in the world for that or in the, in the United States for it. So, yeah, I don't like it. Next to download. All right. I'm kind of proud that a man that ignorant knows a word like homophobic. Uh, I wouldn't have thought that his vocabulary is uh, that extensive. So, I mean, he's just right out there and saying, here's what it is. You know, this is the way I am. Accept me for who I am and deal with it. Okay. Kind of like John Amici. So now. Uh, I guess this host in Miami decides he's going to follow this up a little bit and kind of call Hardaway on this. Next to download. Do you think some people would view that as bigoted as someone white saying, I hate black people? Probably so. I don't condone it. And, and, and if, 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 you know, people got problems with that, I'm sorry. I'm saying that I don't, I, I can't, I can't stand being around that person knowing that they sleep with somebody of the same sex. Now, I wonder if he hates lesbians. Did he ever comment on whether or not he hates no. two chicks together? There's no basketball player that hates lesbians. They're all in strip clubs all day long. But if he's this emphatic about hating gay people, he would have to hate lesbians, too. He would have he, to be one of those guys that says, listen, I'm not into that scissor grind thing. It's disgusting and dirty to me. No, he doesn't hate gay people. He hates gay men. He hates anything that threatens his masculinity. Anything that, you know... It, that could, you know, be something that he sees and is disgusted by. Uh, Ron, you're next on 92.3 Free FM. What's up, buddy? How's it going, guys? Hey, brother. Uh, Tim Hardaway's got to be gay. Uh, I was saying that earlier in the hotel room. I, I think definitely he has some kind of homo tendencies, and he thinks he'd buckle under the pressure if he was around too many gay people. Now, I'll say, I don't know that about Tim Hardaway. I think it. But the whole thou doth protesteth too much, it really does seem, whenever you have somebody coming out, you know, this much against it, it, uh, there's something hiding there. Let's go to Keith. Keith, you're next. What's up, dude? Hey, guys, what's up, man? I just wanted to let you know that, um, like two weeks ago or three weeks ago when this first story, uh, when this story first broke. About mm -hmm. Amici. Uh, LeBron James had said something about that to the effect that I don't want him on my team. I wouldn't trust him. Well, he said if you're in the closet, he wouldn't trust you, and he doesn't really like the idea of gay people yeah, on yeah. the team. But he didn't use the word hate, well, and hate is well, when it gets yeah. really, really touchy. And what he, he said... To use the word hate. Yeah, well, he, what he said was a little bit different, though. What he says is he wouldn't want his teammate, and your teammates you're supposed to trust... He wouldn't want his teammate to be in the closet because he wouldn't feel like he could trust someone who's in the closet who's having to tell lies. 
He's 20 years old. you yeah. got to give him a break. He hasn't seen the world yet. Now, there's another next download for Hardaway, and I'll express my disappointment in him in just a second. We'll get some more calls in here. Uh, 866-313-FREE. Again, it's Tim Hardaway and this whole thing. We broke it last night on the show, but uh, it's been huge today, and it's story number 10. Next download. So if you have a family member who is gay, you're saying that you, yeah. you, hate, you hate them? Yeah, I wouldn't talk to them. <laughs> Tell me why. I just told you. Because I, I don't condone it. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, so he's just all about, um, my son's gay, doesn't matter. Now, here's what happened to him, in case you haven't heard this today. Uh, NBA Commissioner David Stern has banished Hardaway from the All-Star Weekend in Vegas. Uh, it's inappropriate for him to be representing us, given the disparity between his views and ours. Now, here's why I am disappointed in Tim Hardaway. He has apologized for his comments. He said, as an African-American, I know all too well the negative thoughts and feelings and oh, hatred who and, wrote this for him? and bigotry uh, cause. I regret and apologize for the statements that I made and have certainly, um, that have certainly caused the same kinds of feelings and reactions. I don't believe him. There's no possible way that I believe this cat and this apology, and I'm so disappointed. I think it's the second track where, is it the second track or the first, I know it's the first track where he really says that he hates gay people. You listen to this. There's no way this man all of a sudden. And if you read, if you uh, just heard what you said, it was so much more well spoken than when he's just riffing. Black people speak well. What are you doing? Not not this one. (laughs) He's fine. He's Tim Hardaway. He's okay. All right. Next download. Uh, first of all, I wouldn't want him on my team. And, um, second of all, you know, if he was on my team, I, I would, you know, really distance myself from him because, um, uh, uh, I don't think that's right. And, you know, I, I, I don't think that, you know, he should be in a locker room while we in a locker room. And it's just a whole lot of other things. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be a part of that. But, you know, it's stuff like that going on and there's a lot. Uh, other people I hear like that that's still I in hear. the closet and don't want to come out of the closet, you. but you know, um, I, I just leave that alone. You know that what you're saying there, though, Timmy, is flatly homophobic, right? It's just flat. It, it's bigotry. Well, you know, I, you know, I hate gay people. So, <laughs> uh, oh. uh, you know, I, I let it be known. I don't like gay people. I don't like to be around gay people. I don't, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm, homo- I'm homophobic. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. It, it shouldn't be in the world for that or in the, in the United States for it. So, yeah, I, I don't like it. Next download. Is he going to be the new standard for homophobia? You know, like Hitler's the standard mm-hmm. for bad people. For evil. Lewinsky is the standard for oral. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that name getting thrown around. Is it now going to be, uh, man, don't be so hard away about it. You know what I mean? That kind of whole deal. I hope so. I hope it picks up like that. All right, let's run through these calls because we're uh, only on story number 10 now. Let's go to Chris. Chris, you're next. What do you got, dude? Hey, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a public relations guy, and listening to that whole thing with him apologizing is so obviously not him. Yeah, especially if you read off. Now, here's his statement. Then he says, yes, I regret it. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said I hate gay people or anything like that. That was my mistake. So he's right. He shouldn't have said it. I think that's what he's sorry for, the mere fact that it came out of his mouth, obviously not for his feelings. Let's go to Brian. Brian, you're next on uh, 92.3 Free FM. What's going on, guys? What's up, bro? What's going on? Didn't these guys play together in Oakland? That's like down the road. 
from San Francisco. I will. I know that Tim Hardaway was part of uh, Run TMC uh, or something out in uh, Oakland with the Golden State Warriors when Don Nelson coached. It's awfully cold. It's awfully close. I gotta be honest with you. I don't know if there's something there with that. Let's go to uh, Rick. Rick, you're next. What do you got, dope? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, brother. Yeah, no, I, I, I just, I feel bad for Tim Hardaway. He's got a big mouth. He's kind of a jerk, but I, I don't, I don't. Everybody's walk up and you're not allowed to speak your mind anymore. And they don't well, that's what I said. I, I respected him for, you know, actually coming out and saying what he wanted to say. But, I mean, people have the right to not like him because of what he said. I think know? the other thing, too, is that a lot of people that respected him for his honesty have now lost that respect for him yeah, coming, coming back. back and apologizing for it. Let's go to uh, Dan. Dan, you're next. What's up, dude? Hey, what's up? Go ahead. Uh, I just want to say, I'm not sure if I'm homophobic or not, but I'm, I'm afraid of being raped by a gay man. Because you've seen these gay guys lately, they'll go to the gym, all looking at <laughs> and stuff. They're a lot bigger than I am. I will say this. Uh... If you had to be on that side as a straight guy, you'd rather be the pitcher as opposed to the catcher. Speak for yourself. Joel, Joel, you're next. I will. What's up, Joel? You're next, buddy. I really don't see the problem with it. As long as he doesn't advocate violence against homosexuals, I think it's fine to say that you don't like a specific group. Uh, for example, I have had some bad experiences with Puerto Rican people. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't, personally, I try to not be prejudiced. Don't lie. You want to go whisper in your pillow right now how much you hate the Ricans. I I really do take person by person. All right. Now you have to, and that's what was so interesting about the story, and that's why it broke so much, because he was so emphatic with his words, I hate gay people. Dubs. If people want to hold tight, we will get to this. We got to move on. We got 10 stories. We spent all that time on story number uh, 10. Next, 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 next on 92.3 Free FM, story number nine. Couple gets two years in case of caged kids. This happened in Ohio where a couple for some of their 11 adopted special needs or quote-unquote retarded children Mm -hmm. to sleep in wire and wood cages. They got two years in prison. Just wire and wood? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no way. These retards... Have superhuman strength. They'd be able. To, you have to have reinforced steel to uh, keep them in. Uh, apparently, um, they say it was not as part of a punishment. The parents in the court, but rather to protect them, because one of the children wanted to jump out of a second floor window. I wonder why. If you're caged like an animal, you know, like whenever you got your cat caged up and you take it to the vet, as soon as you open it, it's ready to jump out anywhere. Or maybe you wanted to do a swan dive and get his uh, forehead to a normal size. Wow. Wow, we're going to get letters on that one. Huh? Uh, This is what he said. This is what one of the parents said in court. Would you prefer that we let them jump? Either way, we'd be here. The difference is they're alive. So they're of the opinion that this was the best thing that they could have done to take care of these children. I don't know if it's the best thing. Shot collars might have been... Jesus, can I have a conversation with you? Shock jock, shock jock, shock jock. awful story. Uh, again, happened in Ohio. Some of the children suffered from problems such as fetal alcohol syndrome and a disorder that involves eating non-item, uh, non-food items. So, now, as how did they get them into the cages, though? I mean, if they didn't like it, they didn't like being in there, how did they get them in there? Did they have to lead them in with Cadbury eggs? Cadbury eggs. Mistake of the retarded. <laughs> Stop it. I don't. What? How do you know this? Did you steal a T-bone to them? What? 
As it turns out, these poor kids, they said the cages were urine-stained, lacked pillows or mattresses. Uh, the parents and a social worker insist that the behavior improved because of the bright blue and red cages. One of the children claimed he was forced to live in a bathroom for 81 days. So, And one of the kids was especially mad because during this they said, um, Mom, you walked around like you were God. Whenever you would go places, you were Mother Teresa taking in the poor black kids that no one wanted. They're, they're retarded. You said no, no, there. No, 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 it's different. They're not. They were, there were some black ones and also some retarded ones. Not the same thing. Okay. What are you thinking over there? That, I thought you were, you were setting me up how's for some not, racism. How's this not a hate crime? If they're locking up little black children, how's it not a hate crime? Next. Next. On 92.3 Free FM. Story number number eight. All right, this one's got me going. A teacher was arrested at her Queens Middle School yesterday Mm -hmm. for throwing a book at a 12-year-old student who refused to stop talking in class. Um, The 52-year-old teacher resigned from her job at Intermediate School 296, according to authorities. The child suffered a bloody nose and was taken to the hospital. This kid was Struble. In my school, it was Struble, and I wish some more people would throw books at him today for all the uh, ruckus he caused and how many gassers we had to run during football because of him. Yeah, here's the thing. This is the kid's fault. Mm -hmm. Whenever you can't have control of a kid, you lose your mind. You can't spank them anymore. Mm -mm. Sending them to timeout or office or in-school suspension doesn't work anymore. I can see where a teacher is going to lose her mind and is going to throw something at a kid. When you were napping in class, uh, we had a teacher who would throw a book at you, and uh, it would wake you up, and you, would, you didn't get mad about it. You were doing something wrong. You got punished for it. If you weren't doing anything wrong, you, you, I, I'm not saying every teacher should be chucking books at students who are doing their, their homework, but if they're talking in class or sleeping or something, chuck a book at them. Was the kid blind? And that, I, I, now I'm against it if he was. I don't know. How do you have a book hit you right in the nose? <laughs> yeah, this is why we can't have dodgeball in school anymore, because these kids are not a duck. This is the thing. This is why we need it. So teachers can throw things at them, and they can actually do they a little no coordination. bobbing and weaving. Now, look, I understand. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. Those of us, I mean, if you're on the radio, more than likely you gave some teachers some hell. I, uh, I made a teacher cry in my day, Mr. Hobbs. And... <laughs> You made a dude cry? Uh, he's barely a man. Congratulations. Yeah, this guy, we gave him so much hell in our eighth grade math class. He was a big, tall, red-headed, goofy bastard and just started bawling, just started <laughs> sobbing, and we acted like we had won the biggest prize in the world. We had a teacher who would uh, give us what we called the Rainer slap. It was uh, in wood shop, and if you're messing around with any uh, kind of uh, tools or anything in the wrong way, you know, so you don't cut a finger off, he would come up, cup his hand, and nail you in the back of the neck. It would make you feel like you're about to uh, uh, almost buckle and fall down. You, you, you went black in the eyes for a little bit. Um, so he actually got away with slapping you oh, on the Oh, yeah, back. it was the Rainer slap. We loved the guy. You loved him despite yeah. the fact that he was hitting you. He was a great guy. I know that teachers have certainly done much worse. She just happened to connect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what if she have gotten fired if she hadn't hit the kid square in the nose? Again, I blame it on the kid. I blame it on the kid for not shutting up, 
because they don't show up nowadays. And then I blame it on them for not being able to bob and weave when a huge book is uh, is coming your way. 866-313-FREE. This is story number eight. Teacher in Queens yesterday uh, gets arrested for hitting a kid, bloody nose, uh, hitting a kid with a book. We had another teacher. He had, like, it, it wasn't anything dangerous. It was one of those little yellow uh, uh, pellet guns. Pellet guns, yeah. And he would uh, shoot us with it if we were sleeping. And we'd catch a couple of little yellow pellets to the eyes. I've had teachers throw apples before and just anger. Usually it was like a football coach. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That was the wrestling coach. Uh, in, well, the Rainer Slap wasn't a coach. He was just a mean bastard. Mm -hmm. Let's go to uh, Jerry. Jerry, you're next. What's up, man? Uh, hey, um, I have a story about uh, a male teacher who cried in my school last year. Mm -hmm. um, he, uh, he he didn't know the grading system correctly, and um, he gave everybody, like, a really bad grade by accident, and everybody started yelling at him, and he just started crying in the middle of class, in the middle of everybody. There is something to be said about getting an authority figure to cry. Especially if it's a dude. But again, they're barely... They're barely men. At that point, when they're sobbing because some kids are giving them crap, yeah, they're barely men. The, the awful thing about having Mr. Hobbs for math mm -hmm. is that we had his son. Uh, we met up with oh, him in had, high school. He had a kid in high school? This guy was one of those Dungeons & Dragons, Monty Python. He was a very cool kid. Like, I'd love to hang out with him now, and I loved hanging out with him then. But it was always, hey, did you ever hear about the time he made your dad cry? It was great. I wish you had been there. It was awesome. Next on 92.3 Free FM. What's next? Ah, uh, Dubs, the phones are packed. We're only to story number eight. Here's the thing. Everybody there, you're going to hang tight. Because what we like to do here next is get caught up on all of the stories. 866-313-FREE. Also, too, we got how a man sued a telemarketer and won money and a website that we'll give to you that will show you how to do it. And Dub Spotlight spotlights the next must-have must item. Yes. That's next on 92.3 Free FM. Next on 92.3 Free FM. If you missed it, here's what was next. All right, we're to number seven tonight. Top ten stories of the day. Hefe and Dub's with you. 866-313-FREE. Next on 92.3 Free FM. Coming at ten, Tim Hardaway apologizes for his uh, I hate gay people comment. Mm -hmm. Number nine, two years for caging retarded kids. And number eight, Queen's teacher fired for throwing a book at a student, connecting and uh, giving a bloody nose. We'll get to number seven, but as promised, phone's packed. Get in when you can because the show moves fast. We'll bang them out at 866-313-FREE right now. Ramey, Ramey, you're first. Yeah, guys, how you doing? Great show. Thank you, buddy. Uh, you know, my comment, very simple. More teachers should throw more books. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm 47. I had respect for my teachers. If my teacher sent a note to me home, I was hiding that note. I was scared. Oh, yeah, you without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, you always had to beat your parents home to get that slip or look for it in the next couple of days whenever you got sent to the principal's office. Or if office. you got that automated call from the school like we did, mm -hmm. like if you got like, any kind of referral or if you weren't there that day, you had to go home and delete that as soon as possible. And again, this, again, this teacher in Queens, you know, the 12-year-old kid wouldn't shut up. What are you supposed to do? And then he can't dodge a book. Who can't dodge a book at this point? And if this teacher is that good, sign her up for something. 
I'm hearing the Tigers could use some help. Middle relief. Josh, you're next. What do you got, Josh? Yeah, uh, okay. So um, now I go, I go to school, and there's this one kid really annoying. So I'm like, you know, shut up. You it's you. It's you. You're, I think it's you. Tyler Durden. Yeah, I think actually it turns out that you're just hearing yourself. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Keith. Keith, you're next. What's up, Keith? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. Uh, I definitely think that nuns are the absolute worst thing you can do to a kid as uh, well, as they're growing up as a teacher. I uh, was in second grade, and being a stereotypical kid in a parochial school, you know, every now and then with my polyester pants, I'd slide on the linoleum floors, try and get underneath the girls' skirts. <laughs> but I had one nun teacher who grabbed me by my skull, and it was like she was trying to rip off the back of my head and make me into a monk. You know the monks with the ball yeah. Right. The friar tuck. really took out a piece of my scalp. And you didn't do it again, did you? Uh, no, not until I was a little bit older. And you could punch her. That's when yeah. you decided you, you were going to beat up the nun. You did it. Dub, let's take it back to a couple of guys who wanted to comment on Tim Hardaway fa- uh, real fast and his apology. Let's go to Dave. Dave, you're next. Hey, hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, buddy. Good. Um, I was just he- overhearing how you guys said that, you know, he-, he may be sorry that he came out and said it, but I don't even think he's sorry. I think he's trying to save face because he's a public guy. And I just think that, you know, I don't think he's sorry. He's not sorry about his comments. He's sorry about the trouble he's gotten into. Yeah, exactly. He's sorry. He's sorry that it friggin' backfired on him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the thing, and that's why I don't understand why he came right out and why he apologized. If you, he said like he was. There's no way he's wavering on this. There's mm-hmm. no way all of a sudden he was be, going to become tolerant. So why does he go that way? Let's go to Mike. You're next. Go ahead, Mike. How you doing? Hey, buddy. I uh, just had a couple comments on Tim Hardaway. Um, you know, I'm a gay man myself from Jersey, and uh, you know, usually people that feel that way. There's a good chance I wouldn't really be surprised if he uh, came out in the future or didn't come out, but maybe was you know kind of forced out. Because usually people that feel that way, they have homosexual tendencies. I mean, I was even that way a little bit myself growing up. When you couldn't come to terms. Now, and the other thing too is look at like guys like Reverend Haggard and kind of these evangelicals who their whole bit is getting out there and mm-hmm. preaching against this stuff. And then it, they just hate themselves right then, and that's why they're doing it. And it's because yeah, yeah. of guys like Tim Hardaway going out and spewing this stuff. Now, we'd like to get you in more, Mike, but we got kind of a breaking call here. <laughs> My old high school freshman coach, Coach Walzak. From Michigan, where you're yes, from? Yes. Coach. What's up, What's up? How's it going, man? Terrific. Hey, I wanted to comment on Struble. <laughs> no, right. We're not... you, man. I wanted to kill the kid. <laughs> We're not going to talk about the guy in your class, the 12-year-old, yes. who was always, uh, he'd never shut up. Oh, my God. Those guys, um, he wasn't kidding. Those kids ran. You wouldn't believe how much. Yeah, if, if, if Struble opened his mouth, we had to run. It was terrible. Yeah, I, I had one, too. His name was McCaffrey, and McCaffrey was a smartass. He may have even been from this area growing up uh, down in Texas, moved down there. And he always had to say something smart so that Coach Benford said, all right, you're running 10 win sprints. All right, now we have to have Coach Benford calling. I doubt Thanks, it. Thanks, Coach. <laughs> all right, there he is. Dubs, let's move on. It's next. We're up to story number seven. On 92.3 Free FM. Next story, number seven. Again, the show moves fast, so as soon as you hear something you want to comment on, definitely hit it up at 866-313-FREE. Dubs, telemarketers. Obviously, we all hate them. That do not call list came out, and we thought it was going to be the end, as it certainly has turned out. It is not. 
there is a hero out there. His name is Lamie. And as it turns out, he got a whole bunch of calls from some mortgage brokers uh, last year, just as about his his rate was about to uh, reset. Well, he hit the he hit the boiling point. Mm-hmm. He kept calling him and telling them, "Do not call me back." And they kept calling him and you know borderline harassing the way telemarketers can. So he took the time to educate himself, and he found the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. It specifically deals with unwanted calls. For each violation, there is a $500 penalty, and the person that gets that money is the call recipient. Wow. So he read about it. He decided he didn't have to hire a high-priced attorney, decided he could handle the case himself. The dude has won $6,000 by taking these various telemarketers to court. Um, and the good thing about it, he takes him to uh, small claims court. He spent no more than $100 in court's fees, and he says it probably hadn't taken more than each one a half hour of his time. Wow. That's uh, that's good money for that little bit of time. I mean, you have to be annoyed to do it, but it's well worth the money. How do you deal with telemarketing? Um, well, lately, uh, I used to get pissed and yell at him and hang up, but since we've uh, been fired and just sitting around doing nothing... I wouldn't say doing nothing. Wow. There's TiVo. Yeah, there's that. But uh, when in my in between my uh, Madden games, mm-hmm. I'll sit there and I'll just ask them about their family and just talk to them for a good 20 minutes. I'll be like, hey, all right, you can get to your spiel in a minute, but how are the kids? And how do, how do they respond? They they tell you. They, they just want to get through their spiel. And if you tell them, I'll allow you to do that. If you just tell me about your family, all right, tell check, me about you. Check this out. This guy who did it, Lemmy, has put up a website with the instruction. Mm-hmm. It's called killthecalls.com. Here's a quick little, uh, it kind of gives you how to do it, but I'll give you one example of what happened. He said he filed a claim against a mortgage, uh, mortgage brokerage in Southern California for $3,500. The amount was based upon five calls made after I told them to stop calling. And remember, according to that act, for each violation, there's a $500 penalty. So I told them uh, to stop calling, their failure to provide me with a copy of their do not call policy, and their failure to maintain a do not call list. I received the judgment for the full amount of $3,500 plus $60 in court costs. He says it only cost me 60 bucks to do this. So he ended up making $3,500. No, well, plus the court fees for taking the time to educate himself. Again, the website is killthecalls.com. Um, now, is this the least respected profession on earth? It may be. Uh, it, I think it's this generation's like used car salesman. You know how that used to be like the big thing? Mm-hmm. No, uh, yeah, that's one of the things, too. Uh, used car salesman... It- what, More, the mortgage guy. There's always the swarming mortgage guy that and wants we've, to. Get... We've always worked next to those mortgage guys mm-hmm. in radio. They they always are so, for some reason in the same office building as us, and they are the worst. All right, Dubs. There's a little something for you. A little hometown hero. Again, killthecalls.com. Next, 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 next. On 92.3 Free FM. All right, Hefe. All right, it's time for our feature. Usually between 7 and 6, we kick out a little feature, uh, take a break from the stories, but we'll get back to the uh, top 10 stories. That's what we do here, top 10 stories of the day, according to us, Hefe and Dubs, the 92.3 Free FM. We call the show next. Dubs, what's next? Next is what you have to be saving up for for next Christmas. All right, so the next must-have item. The like, next must-have item. Like an iPod yeah, or something. Right when it comes out. These things, you won't be able to keep them on the shelves. I right. guarantee it. What do you got for me? They're called Gen Pets. 
All if you right. go to genpets.com, mm-hmm. it shows them right there. What gen pets are, let me read this off for you real quick. Gen pets are not a toy or a robot. They are living, breathing, genetic animals. We use a process called zygote micro-injection, which is quickly becoming the favorable method to combine DNA or insert certain proteins from different species. And uh, they splice it together, and you have a nice little gen pet for you. All right, I'm on the website now. Mm-hmm. You should call this segment Bull. I'm looking at this thing, and I'm looking at a picture of this creature. It's horrific. It's like a it's cross. It's real. It's a cross between a dog baby and... It's in like a Walkman case. Yeah, it's like it's like in like the generic uh, plastic casing that you'll get any kind of thing. But like there's your like headphones. A, yeah, there's a little life support thing in for it and everything. And uh, it's it, not it, real. It's a little zygote, and once you open it up and get it alive, then you have a gen pet. They come in the one year lifespan or what? the three year lifespan. All right, go to genpets.com. That's G E N pets.com. There's no way it's real. Look at that thing. It looks that is like, real. It looks like a monkey baby fetus dog, and it is literally in something that appears that it is like headphones. But you get mm-hmm. that's no way. It is real. Where'd you find this thing? In, on GenPets.com. I don't believe it. Can you click on contact for us, Vinny? Is there any some sort of? There's got to be something on there that says this is not real. There's no possible way. It's real. You know You know how there's crazy cat ladies? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the crazy gen pet guy. What? Where I'm just sitting around with 30 gen pets laying all over me. People walk in with their, like, the pizza guy walks in. Don't mind the gen pets. Are you kidding? And look at this. And I'm living with you right now, so they're going to be in your house. No, I'm not interested. I like to wake up and see one of those gnawing on your neck. you got to see well, this they, thing. They, if they do bite, because that's a part of their questions, or FAQs, um... If they do bite, they do sell teeth removal kits. <laughs> this is so not real. It's real. They're gen pets. I'm not buying it. You buying it over there, video? There's no way I'm buying it. It's very it. real, and you're going to have to get one. <laughs> Look at that thing. It's a little, it's like, here's what it is. Imagine a little monkey baby pig thing. It's kind of in the shape of like whenever you get a chicken from your grocery store, and it is in a headphones real. packaging. You're an ass. How dare this is what it's happens. Real. This is what happens when I hand the feature over to you. Alright, again it's ginpets.com, G-E-N pets.com. If it's so real, book the guys for tomorrow. If it's that There's no re- phone number on there. There's just an email. <laughs> of course there's not. Of course there's not because they'd be getting bombarded with pre orders. Alright, come on. What's next? Talk about disappointment. We're up to story number six now. Next, on ninety two three FM. Story number six. You suck. Why? I'm mad at you. I give you the feature, and that's what you go find. Gen pets. All right, here we go, J-Dubs. Here's something else that's going on. You and I came from Orlando, mm-hmm. and apparently there's been an evasion in Orlando. And the reason this kind of relates to all of us is I didn't know these things were actually around. Apparently, Dubs, gypsies have invaded Orlando. Next download. Palm readers, psychics, fortune tellers. Orange County Sheriff's investigators say the businesses are all legitimate, run by women of the ROM, an age-old culture known as gypsies. Well, this is Sandra Cooter Anderson. She's nice 30 years old. 
She's worked between South Florida and Philadelphia. Cooter Anderson is the cover girl for a gypsy business that doesn't play by the rules. It's a romance con game the gypsies call the sweetheart swindle or sugar daddy job. What is this, this the 30s? Is, uh, Susan Chicken Frank. Local gypsies have fleeced widowed men across the country for millions. Now, Orlando's senior population has been caught in the same trap. Why now? Is gypsies the new word for women? I don't see how this is any, like, different from... A regular woman? Yeah, from any other uh, old chick out there. Next download. Good question. I think uh, Orlando is, uh, is becoming a Stupid. kind of an open city. Undercover agent John McMahon says Central Florida's aging gypsy barrow or leader, Johnny Russell Johnson, doesn't hold influence with the gypsy outsiders anymore. What is that? That may have opened the door for the bizarre I... marriage of this woman to times? an 86-year-old man. Yeah, Gen Pets, <laughs> I'm still the Gen Pets, gypsies really seem like an old term that I haven't heard, and I don't really exactly know what they are supposed to be. I uh, thought they were a mythical creature. Yeah, I did too. I, I'm not a mythical creature, but I, did. I didn't think they were around anymore. Next download. I love my father very much. To, the, to see this happen to him, I'm ashamed and embarrassed. Cecilia wants to keep her father's name out of this. She came to Local 6 to expose the sweetheart swindle. Her family has already posted an annulment request in the local paper, but the damage is done. Well, when in the world did it evolve into, I now pronounce you man and wife? That I don't know. Cecilia says her father knew his gypsy bride is Sonia Thompson. Investigators say that's one of many names. Gypsy bride. In fact, the day of the civil ceremony, she suddenly announced her name was Nancy Days. That's <laughs> how she signed the Orange County marriage certificate. In Orlando. Yes. Her father met his future bride in the parking lot of this Save-A-Lot grocery store. All right, hold on, on a second. Star well, you should know something. If you're meeting somebody in the parking of a Save-A-Lot... Parking lots or Russian mail order, you know what you're getting. Yeah, you got to know no good's going to come out of that. Next download. A road last September. She cooked meals for him and spent time with him. But Local 6 has learned she was actually renting this Orlando property under the name Sonia Thompson. She was five blocks away from her victim. Within two yeah, months sounds like after he any met woman. her, they were married. I don't know why they get to be gypsies. And then the cash started going out. $21,000 cash for a white Cadillac Escalade. Another 6000 for cheap. personal and medical bills. And worst of all, family heirlooms. Their mother's rings. None of the victims, <laughs> I would say, are forced... I would say they're manipulated. Phone records obtained by problem? Local 6 show Nancy Days did make several calls to members of the local gypsy clan. In fact, she was spotted in town with this man, identified as Teddy Days. She left behind her 86-year-old victim. She's done something wrong, and, she, and he's probably not the first, and he's probably not going to be the last. Detectives tell us Nancy Days was actually spotted in South Florida last week. We have also found a link to a local pawn shop that may have accepted those family rings. And finally, Local 6 has learned similar scams are being played out right now on an Internet dating service. Ooh. That story in the next few days. Mike Holfeld, Local 6, Thanks, Mike. Problem Solvers. I, I, next download. I never realized that, first of all, gypsies existed or that they were real. Or they're invading Orlando. Right. What's next that's going to invade Orlando? Warlocks. Centaurs. <laughs> I hope so. These, all no, these mythical creatures. Yeah, all these mythical creatures going down to the happiest place on Earth and just ripping off old guys. Black tippers. What? Mythical creatures. What's wrong with you?
Now, I think about what a gypsy is, and I guess it's supposed to be someone kind of started in Romania, but it's someone who kind of moves from town to town, just using up resources. Funny women are coming to Orlando. What is that? Mythical creature. God, you're nice. But I'm thinking to myself, that's us. Mm-hmm. That's us. We are, I guess, radio gypsies of some sort. Watch out, Orlando. Well-endowed Koreans on your way. Again, a mythical creature. Mm-hmm. So are you just going to run through every stereotype? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want me to give you a chance to get one more in? Sure. Watch out, Orlando. We have legal Mexicans on the way. Come on. What? There's no need for that. What's wrong with you? All right, Dubs, let's get to story number five. Next on 92.3 Free FM. Story number five. You think just because you work with a Mexican you can mm-hmm. uh, say it? Actually, I think you're right. You can. Uh, Dubs, story number five. There is uh, Marks and Spencer. It is a big chain over in Europe. Department store chain. Yeah. And they have been accused of distorting mirrors and using them in, it, in their changing rooms to make women look slimmer when they try on clothes. A member of the European Parliament called for the mirrors to be withdrawn after his wife and daughter claimed that they were misleading. All right, so here's what happened. <laughs> he has two chubby uh, family members. They buy clothes that obviously don't look good on them. This little piggy went to Market Spencer. This little piggy went to Market Spencer. And as it turns out... Uh, they get the clothes home, and they look like little piggies instead of the sleek thing that they thought that they were. Now, I used to work at a gym, mm-hmm. and gyms are notorious for having the slimming um, mirrors. Mirrors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, what will you do as far as trying to look good? Will you ever do anything? Because well, we can't walk around with a slimming mirror to everybody else. In my uh, fat days, um, I would wear multiple shirts. So people didn't see like the ripples. Oh, I do in my that. Bite. You do I, that now? I, I certainly do that actually. I, there was a point in time when I couldn't wear just one shirt because I could feel just the one shirt rubbing against my bosom and stomach, and it would feel wrong. I'd be like, I'm I'm showing too much. I've actually got a whole girdle system for my stomach. What I do is I wear a very tight undershirt, and I have tidy whities and I kind of pull them up to my belly button. I noticed that. So my my tidy whities go up to my belly button. I then have a tight girdle shirt that goes down kind of past my junk. Then I wear shorts. You walk around like Butterbean. I I don't know who that is. I don't want to pretend that uh, that's what I look like when I'm walking around. So it's, it's odd because whenever I'm with a chick for the first time and we're making out and she's going for the goods, she's got to lift up the shirt that I'm wearing, then my jeans, then I wear, well, I didn't even mention this. I like to wear shorts underneath my jeans or my cargo shorts to make it look like I have a better ass. I don't know why. Why are you so obsessed with your own ass? I don't know. I'm kind it's of ridiculous. A- uh, my cousin uh, would, and I, this is something that I've always been kind of leery about, my nipples. I have kind of puffy nipples. Mm-hmm. So, Ragger. Yeah. So I would always try to wear stuff that kind of cover them up. And my cousin tells me, hey, why don't you just throw some tape over them like I do? I am not taping my nipples every morning. That's one thing. That's that's where I'm going to draw the line. And I got to think to myself, what do skinny people do? Do skinny people do anything, or is this, happy? Is this just because we're fat? Like I'm looking, I'm looking at Vinny back there. I don't think he's doing anything. I think he's happy with the way he is. Doesn't even do his hair. <laughs> the rest of us on the other hand, we're so concerned. And if we're doing this, if we're guys, mm-hmm. and I'm going through this whole thing of wearing undershorts to make it look like I have an ass, and wearing a girdle undershirt. 
You know, what are chicks doing? We are basically chicks. We're women. We're insecure women. We're the chubby girl at the I, dance. I know. It's always... Pulling our shirt down so maybe a guy will come dance with us. Exactly. All right, J-Dubs. What's next? Next on 92.3 FM. What will happen next? Uh, Dubs, I guess people went to the website, uh, genpets.com, mm-hmm. and your little hack, the next must-have item. It's got, real, and I'm going to be a gen pet guy. So we're going to get to those calls. We get to we get caught up on calls uh, up next. Also, too, what JetBlue did wrong with trapped passengers. Mm-hmm. And a story that will literally make you throw money away. It's going to happen. You'll see that. We want you to check out the websites, myspace.com slash nextradio. That's where you can get a uh, recap of the week's top ten. Nextradiofans.com, freefmfans.com. We got a little party night going on Friday night after the show over at Bar 9. Yeah, come out and join us after the show. Details on that on ronfez.net. So anyway, check all that out next on 92.3 Free FM. On 92.3 Free FM. If you missed it, here's what was next. Again, it's the top ten stories of the day, according to us, Hefe and Dubs. We call next on 92.3 Free FM. 866-313-37 tonight, Dubs. How to sue a relentless telemarketer and win. Killthecalls.com. Check that out. The feature was the next must-have item. That's some crap thing you fell for, GenPets. GenPets.com. Go there. You'll believe it when you see it. It is a... Uh... All the guys around here just... Totally oaked out by it, and then that's but they believe it because it's true. Yeah, one of them wants to get him, and that's cheese one. He's like, I have to see if I can get one. I'll spend money on it, whatever it takes. Uh, gypsies invade Orlando. Store admits to slimming mirrors at number five. At this point, we get caught up on some calls, uh, especially on uh, what we just did during the last break. So eight six six three one three free. Then we'll get into the top four stories of the day. Let's go to El Ross. El Ross, you're next. Hey, uh, I got two things for you real quick. Uh, first, get up. Thanks for introducing us to that uh, that awesome grocery store on the internet, uh, Genpets.com. I've been looking for just the right thing to spice up Thanksgiving. And I think if you remove the chicken from a turducken and maybe cram one of those suckers in there, I think that's just the right centerpiece. You know, I I think if it happens, if they come out, we're gonna have to eat one. <laughs> they're to. not real, dude. You I don't have to. I don't know why you're falling for this gimmick. There's no way that it is real. Absolutely you know, real. You know they'll taste like chicken. They almost have to. The, everything I, does. I, I don't know if you heard this, but uh, the station that had to let you go down here, they they had to flip to a, an old Gypsy music format. Ah, uh, yeah, because it's da- down here now. Down in Orlando. All right, Bye, thanks, Ross. I see you, buddy. Let's go to Chris. You're next. What do you got, Chris? Oh no, fellas. What's up, buddy? What's that, up, bro? Gym pet, that gym pet, it, it, it's the worst gimmick ever. What do you mean? It's the worst. Do you guys remember the uh, bonsaikitty.com? Yeah. Where you put the cat in the jar. You had the cat, they pulled the cat in the jar. And, and they grew in there and the whole thing. It's the same thing. I'm with you. It's not It comes real. With, a, with a heart monitor and life support. It's wonderful. You're crazy. And I'm, gen pets. I'm so mad. I said, hey, Dubs, why don't you get the feature? And that's what you got. All right, Dubs. You, uh, let's go to Ben. Ben, you're next on uh, 92.3 Free FM. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys. You know, I was hearing this thing about the telemarketers. Have you ever heard that guy who puts out the CDs, uh, Tom Mabe, and what he does is when they call, they get the telemarketer stuck on the phone in a panic. Like, he's like, 
You know, you just cr- called it uh, crime scene. Uh, yeah, I, I have heard that one before. Right, and that that is he a good one. going pretty well, too. But the beautiful thing about this story and this guy, what he came up with at killthecalls.com, mm. is a way to make money off of these guys and them not leaving you alone, especially after after you've told them to. All right, Dubs, let's get into the top uh, the top four stories of the day, and let's kick it off with number four. What's next on 92.3 FM? Again, as soon as you hear something that you want to comment on, hop on in. Uh, Dubs, a pretty high-profile MySpace.com lawsuit has been uh, dismissed by Mm -hmm. a judge in Texas. Now, those of you probably know MySpace.com. If you don't, it is a very, very popular Internet social network, essentially, where you set up a little page for yourself, you put up pictures. People can find you that you know, you can make new friends, all this kind of stuff happens on MySpace. Yeah, social networking. And the judge decided that they would dismiss the lawsuit filed by the family of a teenage girl who was sexually assaulted by someone that she met on MySpace.com. Apparently, the family was suing for... Um, negligence, fraud, and negligent misrepresentation. The suit was filed last year by the Austin, Texas uh, girl's family who was attacked by a 19-year-old man whom she met on the website. I couldn't even imagine that you would sue a place like that was kind of just the meeting place. You know what I mean? Where Would you sue a bar if a woman... Happened to meet a guy there and then went home and got raped. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why you thought you could sue the bar. So why is it that you would try to sue MySpace.com? The reason why they're trying to do it is because there's a whole like kind of aura around MySpace right now that's not good with adults. Right. So if he caught the right judge, he might side with you. Right. But luckily, this judge wasn't a uh, you know some kind of fanatic who's just trying to get his name out there. He said, no way. Get it out of here. Now, the interesting thing, too, is whose kind of fault is this? The parents. If, if it's not MySpace.com's fault, obviously, you know, the assaulter is at fault. But if you wanted to blame anybody else other than the po- person who committed the assault, I think you got to blame the parents, don't well, you? Well, I, what they're suing for, negligence and that kind of stuff, that is the parents. They weren't suing about the rape, which I... I hope that the rapist went away for a very long time. Right. But they're suing for negligence, and negligence is completely on the parents. You would almost think the girl would want to sue the parents for that uh, because they didn't teach her enough about staying away from the Internet or being being leery of, you know, people that you meet online. That would be a wonderful lawsuit if she uh, figured, all right, it tanked on MySpace. I'm going after you, Mom and Dad. It you're is. the one that let me do this. Yeah, you're the ones who didn't teach me well enough. Maybe you should have thrown a book at me and hit me in the nose. Now, if uh, I were to sue MySpace, it definitely wouldn't be over who I met, but it would be how I met them with their fuzzy, stupid pictures. The misrepresentation that goes on on that website, specifically fat girls that take photos at different <laughs> angles that make them look somewhat presentable. They... they Take the phone or the uh, the camera, put it way above their head, holding it far away with like a downward angle, and it makes them look decent. Right. But then when you see them, their hips are just as 
probably about twice the size of their shoulders. I'd sue them for birthdays because one of the features of this thing is I that hate the birthday. It feature. lets you know when the people who are in your network when their birthday's coming up, and now you can't claim ignorance. Yeah, because that's not, I would never. I would always say I don't remember people's birthdays. You have MySpace, don't you? Yeah, yes. how is it you don't know? The other thing, too, is giving some of these asses the opportunity to meet other asses just like them. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, there's some, there's some sort of validation for their life. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. We have MySpace pages, but that's more of a networking and marketing thing than it is to go out and meet chicks. You know what else I want to sue them for? Hmm. Making Dane Cook a star. I like Dane. I don't. Not funny. And this guy is out there mainly because he's got, what, like 7 million friends in this thing, adding everybody? We interviewed him. I didn't get a chuckle out of him. There was <laughs> there was nothing. I, I thought he was terrific. Bring the funny already. I've watched his uh, stuff. I love it. William. William, you're next. What do you got, William? Hello? Yeah, yeah. it's you. You're on the air. Oh, yeah, I think that... The girl who got sexually assaulted by this guy in Texas, mm-hmm. I don't see how it's MySpace's fault at all. If mm-hmm. that girl is stupid enough to meet someone on MySpace and actually go and meet up with them in real life, then you know what? It's her fault she got sexually assaulted. Nah, you can't nah, say I don't that. think it's her fault that she got sexually assaulted, but I think her parents didn't set her up with the right tools to uh, protect herself from maybe one of those encounters. You can't sit there and blame somebody for getting assaulted. I can't, I'm not going to blame her for being raped, but I'm going to blame the parents for not giving her the right tools in her head and, uh, you know, defensively. You get, I think maybe what he was trying to verbalize was if you're going to go meet some freak that you meet online somewhere in public. You can't expect them to be exactly who you thought they were. You gotta think something 80% 80% of the time is going to go wrong. Now, quickly staying on this for a second, mm-hmm. this MySpace.com, I guess the new thing now is when you die, people will go on there and they will leave comments. Ugh. That's one of the features of MySpace.com for those of you that don't have it yet, although a lot of people do, but there's still some people that don't have it yet. You can go on there and leave little things about yeah, happy Valentine's hi. Day or, hey, we were drunk at the club the other night. It was so good to hang out with you or, Hey, Tim Hardaway is right. You know, whatever little <laughs> comment you want to meet, you know, leave for your friends, you know, you do something like that. Well, there was this kid who died in a car accident. He'd been dead for about eight hours. And the first goodbye message was posted on his page, his MySpace page. Mm-hmm. It was short and it was simple. I love you. I'll miss you. Oh, I'd be so pissed. I'd be so annoyed if I were dead and people were leaving comments on my MySpace, because there's nothing I hate more than knowing there's a comment on my MySpace, and there's that red little new comments thing, and I can't click on it because I'm dead. Dozens more followed as disbelieving friends took the web to mourn the 17-year-old and three other teens who were killed in a car accident on Sunday. The car was crammed with nine passengers. Were they Mexican? What is this? (laughs) No, last name's Frank. They slammed into a utility pole after a late-night house party in suburban Chicago. You think it happened because they were trying to take that stupid angle photo in the car? <laughs> Just all packed in there? That's another one. People are taking photos of themselves driving in their car to put up on this uh, on this goddamn website. But I look at this. You think they're on there posting awful things? Like if you were to go there and add a, a comment? I hope not. Like, I'd be pissed if someone. I'd be even more pissed if there's uh, there's bad comments and if there was uh, you know if there's just comments at all that I couldn't click on. Like you know a comment like look out, 
Stop. Quick break. <laughs> Pump. How's hell? No, I don't. What I happened? doubt they're going to hell, dude. If you're cramming nine, you're cramming nine kids into a car in suburban Chicago in the middle of the winter. Are you thinking that something good is going to come out of that? There's no possible way. I'd post this. Your girlfriend's tears, they taste sweet. Stop it. Just like I was Cartman, just going up. <laughs> All right, Dubs, what's next? Next on 92.3 Free FM. Story number three. Next. Oh, look at this. Uh, speaking of car accidents. Mm-hmm. Man fakes kidnapping to hide crash from wife. Uh, California man managed to fake his own kidnapping to keep uh, it from his wife. Because uh, I guess it turns out he was driving her brand new car. 35-year-old guy told authorities that two kidnappers held him at gunpoint. So he decided to purposely crash the car into a wall to escape. This is something you say to your mom. You know what I mean? This is mm-hmm. some, this is whenever you uh, you know you're 18, pops is letting you take out the new caddy, and all of a sudden yeah, your first time with it, and they, you get plowed or you plow something. You know, and it's completely your, your fault. And you're thinking to yourself, oh man, they're gonna kill me. What am I gonna do? How am I getting out of this? I know. Uh, terrorists were carjacking me, and it was either... Like, it'll never, it'll never work either. You know it won't work, but in, in your mind, you're making up the dumbest excuse, which you think is great at the time. Under questioning, he admitted making up the whole story. And the spokes... Stick with it, man. The police spokesperson said the man was worried about how his wife would react to her car being wrecked. He could uh, face criminal charges for making a false police report. You gotta think, drop the charges, because it sounds like he's in sort of uh, some a kind of yeah, some kind of prisoner jail at home with whatever his uh, his chick is. And what kind of relationship is that? Where you get into a car accident, and you don't think that your chick's gonna be concerned about your well-being? She's more concerned with the brand new car. I can see hiding some things. I I've had stuff in my relationship, but it's just to make my life a little easier. It's not because I'm afraid of what's gonna happen. What do you hide? I used to not get direct deposit on my check, so I could pull an extra hundred out for myself, and you know, just have me money. What? So, mommy, your mommy girlfriend, she wouldn't allow you to have spending cash, or what? I I doubt she would have cared, like if I bought something. But I didn't want to know everything I'm buying by looking at the uh, the card swipes. I wanted to buy some of my own stuff, specifically dinners for your mistress. Uh huh. That's what you don't think that she needs <laughs> to know. She about. never found out. Uh, I was smart. I like to hide porn from my chick. Why? I'm, now, that's that's even worse than hiding money. I'm pretty elaborate with it, though. Uh, she gave me a whole bunch of crap. She was real insecure about porn. About porn? I don't know. It's this thing where she didn't feel like she could compete on some sort of level. And I'm like, well, sit here and watch, and you'll realize. Maybe you'll learn a thing or two. So she always got kind of upset. That's what she's worried about. That she doesn't know enough, and you... Uh... That's why you watch it. So I have this, and... I've now put it into our CD cases that we have for show stuff. So half of our show audio is actually show CDs. The other half is DVDs of teen sluts. Actually, when we were heading down here, um, I was looking for the CD case uh, for all of our... And he's like... He was, like, behind her saying, no, 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 the porn's in there. Don't open that one. Yeah. I don't want you to find out about Porno Dance Party House, because that's going to get me in a lot of trouble. Um, You hide anything else from your chick, or you 
Um, the truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about everything. About how I feel. About what I'm thinking of her. If it's a, uh, if it's a new chick, farts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You never fart in front of the new chick for a good four months. You're always walking uh, into another room. Yeah, I need to uh, go outside to get something out of my car. And you're just bending over your car, letting them go. Now, getting back to this guy who wrecked this car, made up the story about getting carjacked and kidnapped mm-hmm. just so he wouldn't get in his trouble for wrecking his uh, his wife's brand new car. Here's story number three on next. Is there anything else, like, other than, like, stuff you've hidden from your chick, but just where you've done something or made up something to stay from getting into trouble or getting out of, you know what I mean? Well, I, I have done some stuff to uh, just, you know, get out of a situation. I don't think it's trouble, but, like, say we are having relations. Sex. Yeah, and I am just tired of it. I will fake whatever it is happens, you know? You know, do a little noise, make a little face. What? <laughs> then I can either roll over and fall asleep finally, or I can go play some Madden. Now, this is to keep you from getting in trouble, or no, it's just to keep. It's just to uh, not out of trouble, but keep me from having being tired. Right. Because <laughs> I get tired, and I, I'm not an athlete. <laughs> Obviously not. So that's what you'll do yeah. as a way of having to deal with any sort of... Uh, re- Squint my eyes, you know, oh, make right. a noise. and uh, I'm not interested in what exactly happens whenever you're... And then immediately throw on some shorts and walk into the... Walk into the bathroom, but just, oh, that was great. I don't know about you. I need Woo! a sandwich. Uh, it's next, 92.3 uh, Free FM. Dubs, let's find out some of those stories that didn't quite make the cut tonight. Next. 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 92.3. Free FM. Not mixed worthy. Here are some stories that didn't make the cut, but are worth a mention. Uh, Dubs, one of the uh, American Idol. I mm-hmm. guess it's going on again, and it's huge this year. Uh, don't care. <laughs> and a lot of people, I guess, feel the need to spend time on the radio show talking about karaoke. Not interested. Lost, however, was last night. Yeah. And did not get a chance to watch it yet, but what, it encountered some of the lowest ratings it's ever gotten? I think actually the lowest rating it's gotten. So, uh, last night's Lost wasn't that well received, but it was because we weren't watching. We're going to have it T-boat for when we get back. And then Nicole Smith's body and the debate over that and who gets it. And have, I don't know if they've decided who gets the kid yet. Mm. I know the mom wants the kid because she did such a great job raising, uh, raising Anna Nicole. And who's running for what? I guess Giuliani officially threw his name into the hat, and um, they got a couple of other fringe guys, and everybody's excited about it. What are we, at least a year and a half out from this? Yeah, we're going to get a lot of changes as it goes on. Uh, People are going to drop out. People are going to jump in. I'm not paying attention for another six months. And even then, I don't know. How does that whole presidency thing really affect me anyway? (laughs) Uh, Dubs, let's take a break and come back. Next on 92.3 Free FM. What's next? All right, J-Dub's coming up next. Your call's 866-313-FREE. Also, to a complete recap Mm -hmm. of... We'll do number two, then we'll do a complete recap of 10 through two, and then get to the number one story of the day. In case you missed any of the past stories, uh, myspace.com slash nextradio, the blog portion there, has a rundown, and people even been going up, posting some of the links to the various stories as well. Nextradiofans.com, freefmfansradio.com. 
Complete recap, number two, number one, next on 92.3 Free FM. Welcome back to Next on 92.3 Free FM, Half Fan Dubs. We are your special guest host the rest of this week. we got tonight and tomorrow night. Tomorrow night after the show, we're going out to Bar 9. Yeah, make sure you head on out there. Our buddies uh, over at ronfez.net have uh, put together a little something for us. We're very excited about that. If you hear anything, 866-313-FREE. Like I said, we got stories number two and one to get to. We'll do a complete recap. And uh, if you didn't get in at any point during the first eight stories, you can definitely hop in during that reset of what we had gotten to so far. Uh, Dubs, let's get to uh, story number two. Three, three, FM, two, story number two. Well, Dubs, it has been everywhere. The number two story of the day tonight are the JetBlue passengers who were stranded on the tarmac at the airport at mm-hmm. JFK. This one you saw, uh, of course, it was all over the post. It was on every news channel today. And the gist of the story was passengers stuck on a plane for 10 hours. We got a couple of different next downloads. That's our audio on the show. The first one coming from our, our local ABC affiliate. Next download. Next download. Fully loaded with passengers and children for hours. One of them up to eight hours. The planes all the while running out of food and water. The passengers running out of patience. Phil Lipoff with this story. He's at JFK for us tonight. Phil? Well, Bill, it was a nasty commute for a lot of people this morning, so we'll keep the story in perspective. But think about it. Hours and hours on a plane. You mentioned four JetBlue planes. We have pictures to show you from inside one of them. Take a look at these pictures. This is flight 751 on its way to Cancun. And this is what passengers did for more than nine hours this afternoon and this morning. Pushed back about 8.15 this morning. Passengers didn't get off till about 5 o'clock this afternoon, and as you would imagine, all that time, never getting to Cancun either, passengers were furious. There was no power, and it was hot. There was no air. They kept having to open the actual plane doors so we could breathe comfortably. You call it being held hostage. Absolutely. Hold on, hold on. Tell McCain that. You should have to apologize to David Pearl's family being held hostage. You were on a plane. You weren't in Iraq. Yeah, you weren't. Uh, there wasn't anybody holding a gun to your head. It wasn't hostage. Oh, poor you. You didn't get to make it to Cancun. Go tomorrow. Go later. You got the money to go to Cancun. I don't want to hear it. You're you're stuck in a seat. Yeah, go bitch to the trash bag lady that we saw today. Yeah, I don't want to hear about you not being able to get to Cancun held hostage. How dare you? Next download. Next download. They gave us any answers. They kept telling us, um, we know as much as you do. And I said, I don't work here. You work here. Give me answers. We have no answers. That's all we were getting all day. Everybody's incredible. All right, just because they work there doesn't necessarily mean that they have a reason for what's going to go on. They're on the same plane you are. I doubt that they're hearing anything more than what you're hearing. I never understand how people can't wait anymore. You just can't do it. There's no patience. It's not like you can do anything. Mm-mm. You have to understand because of some rules and some regulations, you're stuck. So what are you going to do? 
Are you going to sit there? Are you going to bitch? Are you going to complain? Yeah, basically, that's what they're doing. You're going to take a little Ambien or maybe a little Vicodin or something and just hang out. Something it didn't. Yeah. Make yourself, what's the problem? What are you in a hurry for? Whatever. They're rather, you were on your way to Cancun. There are people sleeping on the street. That's what I'm saying, schmuck. Next download. Next download. Really tired and frustrated, and we don't expect to be in. We didn't expect to be in New York tonight. It was ridiculous. I mean, it was just sitting there and sitting there, and they would say that they were going to pull us into the gate, and they never did. They had, you know, there was very little food. It was just a, a nightmare. Did you make it to the gate? It sounds to me like you made it to the gate, and you're inside the airport, yeah, and you're you... bitching to the news right now. So obviously, you made it at some point. And they... you must not be in any kind of rush now because uh, you're you have time to go and bitch. Yeah. Oh, I got to get somewhere. I got to do something. Wait, hold on. Let me get my face on TV. All right, you're stuck in Eugene, Oregon. Then you bitch. I don't know. Oregon seems like a nice state. How about Lubbock, Texas, where I'm from? How about that? That's a place you bitch about. Let's wrap this up. Next download. A nightmare indeed. JetBlue told these folks as they were getting off their plane that they will get reimbursed for this ticket. Also get a free round-trip ticket anywhere JetBlue flies. All right, here's the thing. Here's why I have a problem with JetBlue. Mm-hmm. Giving them free stuff. Because there's, listen, you couldn't help it. There's nothing you could do. There are rules. There are regulations. Do you think JetBlue wants all the negative coverage? No. Do you think the stewardesses want to deal with you people? Absolutely not. If they could have gotten you out of there as soon as they can, they would have. So there's no reason to go around giving you free stuff. It sounds to me like you're almost in it for the free stuff. 866-313-FREE. Dubs, let's let's take it over to the second audio download. Next download. Next download. Hundreds of passengers at Kennedy Airport spent up to 10 hours on a plane today, and they ended up going nowhere. Many were out of food, out of water. And, as you would imagine, out of patience. CBS 2's Andrew Kurtzman, live at JFK tonight with more on this big mess. Andrew? Well, Jim, this is one place you do not want to be tonight. I've been spending all night speaking with people who've been sitting on planes out of the tarmac for eight or nine Afghanistan. hours. Afghanistan. Afghanistan where you don't want to be. With JetBlue. Imagine spending an entire day trapped on a plane. To sit on a plane that long. Obviously, these people have never waited for an AIDS test to come back. That's torture. That's something where you're just waiting, wondering, ah, damn, what have I done to myself? What have I done? Rick, you're next on I two three free FM. What's up, Rick? Hey, Dobbs, I'm enjoying the show. Great, man. I hope you guys stay on. Thank Appreciate you. it, buddy. And, uh, yeah, Ron, if that's where you guys, that's my favorite show anyway. But that's not the point. Mine too. The guy, <laughs> the, cool. The guy that made a comment about, about hostage, dude, that's why people hate Americans. What, what is wrong with this mm-hmm. guy? Like, get a hold of yourself, dude. I haven't, like, why don't you go over and talk to John McCain about that rough 10 hours you spent in a nice airplane? You know, talk about how <laughs> awful that was for you. You know what I mean? It just go bitch to him, you crybaby. You're absolutely right, Rick. Thank Thanks. You. What an ass that guy! I, him especially, I want to uh, to punch like a hostage <laughs> on an airplane, a nice cushy jet blue airplane. Yeah, they have nice seats. They have little TVs there. Jason, Jason, you're next on ninety two three Free FM. What's going on, guys? What's How up? you doing? Hey, buddy. Look, these JetBlue, these JetBlue uh, employees are just incompetent. Okay, they could have called buses from the terminal to come and pick them up to come pick all these people up. 
didn't even do that. Those guys are still going to play for 10 hours, man. But they, they thought they might be taken off at any time. It was something where you're like, yeah. all right, uh, we can either call the bus in or we can wait. Maybe it'll happen in 15 yeah, minutes, and then we're screwed. Wait on the plane. Uh, just call the bus. That's it. Uh, here's, the, here's the thing, though. They're genuinely, thanks, Jason, for the phone call. They're thinking, hey, we want to have these people get to Cancun. Mm -hmm. If we stay out here, maybe there's a chance we can get off. And like I said earlier, they don't want to have these crybabies stuck with them. That's the last thing they want. The last thing they want is running down the product. The problem that I have is giving them the free flights. We'll, we got call, the calls are packing up. Eight six six three one three free. Get in on it. Story number two: the whole JetBlue passenger crybaby fiasco. Next download. Our, Next download. This is from our CBS affiliate. They pulled into our gate for nine hours. Was horrible. Horror stories filled the air of the JetBlue terminal tonight. A wave of angry passengers filled JFK after taking a frustrating trip to nowhere. Elizabeth Regal sat on the plane for ten hours. We had very limited toilet usage. Half of JetBlue's 550 flights were canceled today. Very limited toilet usage. What does that mean? Did you get to go? Yes. Did you have to wet yourself? No. How many times do you got to go in a 10-hour period? Twice, maybe. Worst case Pops. scenario, could you have gone into an Aquafina bottle? Yes. Then what's the problem? There shouldn't be. I mean, I, I understand it's not the most comfortable thing in the world, but it's not like being held hostage, and it's not the worst thing that can ever happen to you. My point is, I think everybody should spend five days outside of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Just to even appreciate a little bit more what you have. You know what I mean? Like, maybe you spend one day in an airplane, and you know you're on the tarmac. You got that story to tell for the rest of your life, and be like, oh, you think you got it bad. Well, I tell you this one time on Valentine's Day, I had ten hours I had to spend, and this old lady next to me kept sweating, and it was awful. But I survived it. It's terrible. It's a terrible uh, reaction to such a small thing. Jeff, Jeff, you're next. Jeff, go. Uh, let's go to AJ. AJ, you're next on uh, 92.3 Free FM. What's up, my friend? Who are you guys? Hefe and Dubs. All right, yeah. Eight hours on a plane. I mean, what, what's so bad? Were there snakes on the plane? Ah, that's a good point. Maybe there were snakes. Maybe they were looking for Samuel L. Jackson to come around and try to save him. Maybe that's the point. Did we finish up with the CBS audio sure. yet? Let's finish that one up. Next download. Next download. And 10 of them experienced what the airline called significant delays with customers aboard. As passengers sat on floors or tried in vain to book hotel rooms, many were simply giving up on the airport altogether. We're going to rent a car and drive another nine hours to Maine. You're going to drive to Maine tonight? We have no choice to sleep on this floor. And the airline was... Yes, it's not planes, trains, and automobiles. You have a choice. Just sleep, wait till the morning or the next day or whatever you have to wait for and fly out. You aren't going to get anywhere any faster by picking up a plane. That or rent the car and sleep in the car. Yeah. If you don't want to sleep on the floor, you don't have to go driving to Maine immediately. It's not that important. But here you are. You can't... Nobody can just hang out anymore. Nobody has any patience to just chill. You know, you're alive. Mm -hmm. 
What happens? What happens if you try to take off and the de-icing or something happens and you crash? Think about that. No one ever thinks about that. Whenever the plane's going down, you're probably thinking, man, I'd rather be stuck on a tarmac right of now. Of course. I'd give the next 20 hours stuck on a tarmac as opposed to this plane going down. But nobody ever thinks about that possibility. It's just what happened to me. How can I bitch? How can I get free stuff from JetBlue? You babies. I hate these people. I genuinely loathe them. Next download. Next download. Taking a beating. Disorganized. No one knows anything. Maybe one person. Four chaos. Now they realize it tonight. The airline has issued a statement, quote, JetBlue sincerely apologizes to all customers impacted by today's weather and will be issuing a full refund and a free round-trip flight to customers delayed on board any aircraft in excess of three hours. That's there should be plenty of takers. At JFK, Andrew Kurtzman, CBS 2 News. If they're acting like it's Gitmo. Yeah. Did the stewardesses make you get in a butt pyramid? <laughs> Is that why you're so upset? Was was the pilot the Ayatollah? Did you have to call uh, Jimmy Carter to get you out? No, it's, you're fine. The number two story is the JetBlue JFK passengers having to sit somewhere for ten hours. Eight six six three one three free. Let's go to uh, Dutch. Dutch, you're next. Oh, sorry, Dutch. Hold on. Let's go to uh, Jen. Jen, you're next. Hello. Hey, sweetie. Go. You're, you're on, on the air. Hello. Yeah, you're on the air. Oh, hi. Yeah. Um, I know it, like, that the fact that the people are on the plane for that long, like, it's nothing compared to other things going on today, but my mom travels on JetBlue, like, on a regular basis mm-hmm. for her company, and, um, she said that they get, like, um, their, their quotes for, like, traveling on time, the fact that they leave, it's not really that they're, they're in the air on time, it's just that they leave the terminal, so, like, they'll leave the terminal just so they can keep their, like, their, um, their status their up. Yeah, I've yeah. heard I've heard about that, and that kind of stuff goes on. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's I think every uh, airline does that. Let's go to Larcy. Larcy, uh, you're next on ninety two three Free FM. Yeah, I agree. Uh, long time listener. Oh, okay. We were here for four days. Awesome. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, thing is that yeah, I actually disagree with you guys. Uh, uh, the thing is that I mean, who who wants to wait eleven hours on a plane? I mean, we. I, uh, no one wants to, but it's not the worst thing that can happen to you. Yeah, I mean, but I know. Come on, eleven hours on a plane—that is that is torture. I mean, I would have done it on the you know the lady. Torture. There's that word again, torture. But it's not torture. Torture compared to what? Again, torture compared to being in another place, being held hostage. Listen, if everyone could just chill out for a moment, because here's what would piss me off: the guy next to me saying stuff under his breath, the guy next to me wailing his hands up in the air. The guy that's more annoying than being st- stuck on the plane. That guy's riling everybody up. Just hang out. You can't hang out anymore. What's the problem? Let's go to Robert. Robert, you're next. Hey, how are you? What's up, dude? Nothing. Uh, I can think of like a million things that are more annoying than sitting in an airplane for 10 hours. One of those things is listening to that next download effect that you keep playing. Next, 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 download. Enjoy. Next, download. Next, download. And I tell you, if we weren't only here till Friday, you'd hear that for the next 20 minutes. Next, download. In your mind, anyway. 866-313-FREE. Yeah, that's torture. Let's go to Deborah. That's a half second of torture. You could have at least said the show. Next, download. Hey, Deborah, you're next. Deborah, go. 
Hi. I'm just, I can't believe that we're still even talking about this, that this is news. It's national news. It's huge. It's ridiculous. These people that are crying over sitting in a relatively comfortable place for a couple of hours out of one day. Myself, I'm, I consider myself relatively privileged. I live in this great country and I can drive a car and go to work every day. But personally, I've been to Africa. I do volunteer missionary work Bragger. in remote regions of Africa, and I've seen people who haven't eaten anything for weeks at a time. And These people are crying because they didn't have any peanuts or a bottle of water. And that's the other thing, too. They're crying. They're getting to go to Cancun. Mm -hmm. Do you know what Dubs and I are going to be doing after this is done on Saturday? We're going to be spending 18 hours driving back to Florida, waiting for Manelli to call us. Yeah, sitting there, refreshing our email, looking at our phone. It's been two weeks, bro. What's going on? It just, uh, that's, it's not happening. That's torture. <laughs> that's sitting there worrying. I don't want to hear about you getting to go to Cancun. Come on already. 866-313-FREE. 866-313-FREE. I got some more here, Dubs, really right. fast. Um, one of these guys who was on here, this is from the Post. They said if they had anything but pretzels and peanuts to get, they had nothing but they had nothing but pretzels and peanuts to give people oh. and soft drinks. So it's not even like they didn't even have food. They actually had liquor as well, but they wouldn't dispense it. They said it was against the regulations. Listen to the way these crybabies are whining. They just want to get drunk now. Can you imagine what would happen if they were all drunk on a plane? Oh, yeah. Actually trying to get out of there and open the doors and open up the little floaty thing, or the yellow slide that looks like it'd be a lot of fun if you were drunk. Um... Then there's this one chick, apparently, who broke down about three hours into the wait, had a panic attack, and locked herself in a bathroom for more than an hour. She was sobbing. She was inconsolable. Hot. It's the hottest chick I'd ever find. You mean you can't stand being on a plane, so you're going to lock yourself in the bathroom yeah, for an hour and a half. that stinky bathroom, uh, which is the most small and close place you could ever be. All right, this is my favorite one. Uh, Douglas, 44, came in on the 11 a.m. flight from Houston just to give his mother, Anne-Marie in Queens, a special Valentine's uh, gift. Himself, wrapped in a bow. I came here to spend Valentine's Day with my mom, but the day is over. It never started for you, you fruit. You're here to spend Valentine's Day with your mom. And <laughs> I'm sure your mom's real excited that her 44-year-old son that she raised came all the way up here to spend Valentine's Day with her. You never had a Valentine's Day if that's what you're doing coming up to spend it with mommy. All right, Dubs, we got to do a uh, we'll squeeze in two more calls right here. What do you like? Who do you want to go with? They're all packed. Let's go to uh, Sam. Sam, you're next. What do you got, Sam? Sam, go. Hello? Yeah, you're on. You're on the air. Now you got a bad phone. Hello? All right. I go, go. Hey. Next right. caller. It's just not happening for you. Let's, no, I'm sorry, bro. Let's try to go to Chet. Chet, you're next. What's up, Chet? Hello. Go ahead, buddy. What's going on, man? Just hanging out, doing <laughs> the thing. Kind of trying to do a radio show. Hey, check this out. Mm -hmm. You sat on the plane before. You know, how much room do you have between the person in front of you and the seat you're sitting. You're going to sit there after two hours, anybody's going to start freaking out. But so people wrote, take international flights all the time, and they don't freak well, out. Yeah, I understand that. It's going to take you a whole bunch of hours to get to Cali from New York or wherever you're going to go. But to just be sitting there and not knowing if you're going to take off, if not, 
I don't know. I, me personally, I probably just start freaking out. I don't know if I lock myself in the bathroom and all that. <laughs> right. But I would. I would hope you have more sense than that. But the thing is, is you know, at some point you're getting off the plane. That's the thing. You know, at some point. In fact, uh, you know, you you probably understand it. It's gonna happen. You're gonna. It's make- the risk of flying, especially when it's winter. You know, there's a snowstorm. You have to know that there's a possibility that I'm going to be severely delayed. All right, Dubs, let's recap 10 through 2, and then we'll get you up to number 1. Next. Next. On 92.3 Free FM. If you missed it, here's what was next. All right, Dubs, top 10 starting at 10. Tim Hardaway apologizes for his anti-gay comments. Backing off. I don't like it. I mean, if he, I don't like the comment to begin with, mm-hmm. but I don't like him backing off either. If you say it, stick with it. Stick to your guns. Retards in cages punishment. A couple in Ohio who had some special needs people locked them in cages. They got two years for it. Mm. Eight, Queen's teacher wronged. This one has me more pissed off than this JetBlue thing. And that's because uh, she threw a book at a 12-year-old kid who wouldn't shut up. He couldn't dodge it. And he got a bloody nose, and she gets arrested, and I'm assuming fired for it as well. Uh, number seven, how to sue a telemarketer and win. Uh, that is uh, killthecalls.com. you got to check this one out. Number, uh, oh, this is actually our feature, the next uh, must-have item. Mm-hmm. Something that Dubs found called Gen Pets, G-E-N-Pets.com. My little brother sends me a text message. Yeah. These things are great. Yeah, these are the coolest things ever. Go to genpets.com. They're the next big thing. I gotta have one. I'm not real. I don't think they're real. They are very real. Dutch. Dutch, you're next. Okay. Hello? You're You're on. on. You're on, man. Oh, yeah, listen, I I was saying, look, if these people are not good companies to themselves, that's why they can't wait in an airplane. That is true. There's something about not being able to be... Like alone with yourself, or even they'll hang up. They commit suicide. God forbid if they had to go through the jail systems in New York. <laughs> Forget about it. They'd be dead before they even see the judge. Did you? Uh, I Dutch appreciate it, my friend. You're right. Imagine what happens. You get locked up in solitude. I mean, come yeah. on. You're on your way to a you know You're, to a vacation paradise. Uh, Dubs number six tonight. Our next was Gypsies Invade Orlando. Mm-hmm. We personally didn't even realize that gypsies were real. Yeah. Other like gargoyles or something. I saw them on house a couple of nights ago, and I'm like, "What's this? What's this mythical creature?" I didn't know gypsies actually were still around, or if they even really actually existed. Number five tonight: store slimming mirrors. A store got busted in England. We kind of talked about uh, some of the things that you do to keep yourself slim, and also too, if you think about it, it makes sense if you're going to try to sell some clothes to uh, have people think that they look good in them. Mm-hmm. Number uh, four was uh, whytosuemyspace.com. Number three, man fakes kidnapping to stay out of trouble from his wife after he wrecks her new car. Number two, JFK JetBlue fiasco. Dubs, that leads us up now to the number one story of the day. Next, 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 next on 92.3 Free FM. <laughs> Number one, the number one story of the day. This one's disturbing. Yeah, this one's sickening, unlike uh, the JetBlue situation. Mm -hmm. You know those coins that you have? Pennies. I don't know if you have any coins on you. Yeah, I do. Let me take them out. Uh, Just a little sniff. 
Well, it's not like copper. Right. It's not copper. What is it? That's the smell of other people's hands who have held on to that. The number one story of the day, the smell of coins is actually the smell of hands and not money. Uh, it turns out that a Virginia Tech um, chemist saw that they did this study, essentially. Dubs, you know yeah. a little bit more about the study and how it worked? Well, yeah, they they uh, they took a, a study on scents and everything, and uh, they uh, had people smell copper and actual coins, and there's a definite difference between the penny and copper. And they, he uh, ran tests on pennies and found out that uh, when when you get a new penny, what from your fingers gets on it, it kind of rusts it a little bit, and then from then on out, uh, the oils and different things on your hands stick to that penny and stay in it. So what you're smelling is uh, basically just oils and nasty dead skin from people's hands, which smells surprisingly a lot like blood. Wow. And that's why that, you know, like maybe when you're chicks on that time. And you <laughs> that's sp- why it smells like pennies. And it smells like copper. Yeah. That's actually what it ends up. This is maybe one of the oogiest stories it's like how many times have you thrown a penny in your mouth when you were a kid or something? You've put pennies in your mouth it, it, growing up. Do it now. I dare I you. I can't. Shock jock it. I'll lick it. I'm not putting it in my mouth. You you got that here in the city. Bag lady could have had that. <laughs> They're on fifty seventh. That could have been You gotta think of all the people's hands you just licked. And then the government just decides that they're gonna start putting out these dollar coins. Yeah, so there's more of these just germs and nastiness going around. And you, you get, also, too, like the other stuff that you put in your mouth mm-hmm. that you know you really shouldn't. Because sometimes coins will end up in your mouth. Sometimes you're like, uh, you put know, a dollar bill in your mouth. I, I like, uh, like if I can't get a dollar to go into the machine, I like lick the corner to get it to stay out, you know? And I'm, I'm sure that's just as bad as the coins. One of the things I caught myself doing the other day, yesterday, right here, the studios at Free FM, I was in the uh, production room, and I needed to write on one of the CDs for the audio for the next downloads, and I put the pen cap in my mouth, and I'm writing, and I'm like, oh, man, I've seen the engineers around here. What am I doing? Where is this going? It wasn't the red Sharpie, was it? No, it was the green one. Okay. And uh, I'm just thinking to myself, and the other thing that I find myself doing... Might be some underwear butter on that other one. Enjoy that. Is gloves. You know the gloves you're wearing around the city right oh, now yeah. because it's cold, and whenever you walk up to a place or you want to talk on your cell phone, you'll pull your glove off with your mouth sometimes. Think of all the stuff, the subway railings, the handles. Maybe you gave bag lady a grope, whatever. All that is now in your mouth. So then I start thinking to myself, if the coins now, U.S. money coins, actually smell like our hands, what do you think the coins of of uh, Obama? What do you think they smell like? Well, he came out. He's a smoker. Something in menthol. Why menthol? Because he's black. You always got to go with that. I, I'm just giving a general blanket statement. You know that astronaut? You know mm-hmm. the lady who, by the way, no one's even talking about her no, now. After the, I, she's probably going to be the happiest person on earth that Anna Nicole Smith died. And she was about to make a comeback, and then Hardaway comes out. Yeah. So I'm sure. Uh, Hers tastes like Pampers or something. Yeah, her coins probably smell like Pampers or Huggies. That Justin Timberlake, I bet his coins smell like Scarlett Johansson. I'd be licking the hell out of his coins. Mm, like roses. You just got to imagine how sweet that is. Uh, Tim Hardaway. 
I bet his coins, if they smell like his hands, smell like diesel fuel. Because he's a man? Yeah. A man's he, man? That and also, too, to burn that cross in John Amici's front lawn. Now, you're a Cowboys fan, right? Mm-hmm. I would like to smell uh, Tony Romo's, but he keeps on dropping them. Why they just keep on falling right out of his hands. You're an ass. Why? <laughs> Come on, that stings right here. I haven't grown up in Dallas. Uh, John Amici's coins, you know what they probably smell like? What? Tim Hardaway. <laughs> and that's probably where this whole thing kind of came from. There was, Dubs, your number one story. Coins. Next. It's next. actually the smell of our hands. Three. Three. Yep. And on the next episode. Tomorrow night, last night of the week with us here. Four-hour standoff ends when suspect wakes up. Wow. Police recalled <laughs> he went to his mother. He was at his mother's house, firing several shots. Police show up. He went answering phone calls. Turns out he was asleep. Former Mormon bishop pleads guilty to lewdness. Accused of taking two 15-year-old boys on a new nude snowmobile ride. Lucky. Chinese man sentenced to death for selling ants. Oh, I saw We almost did this one today. Mm-hmm. Scamming people out of the equivalent of $387 million for ants. And sex offenders to be relocated by trailer. That's in Sulphur County. So there it is, J-Dubs. Just some of the big stories that will go down tomorrow. And uh, you'll hear some of them probably right here on 92.3 Free FM with Opie and Anthony in the morning. you got the doghouse with JV and Elvis. Nick DiPaolo after that, the radio chick, our very good buddies, Ron and Fez, and then Pin Gillette. And we're next uh, at 10. I am halfway. That was Dubs, and that was the top 10 stories of the day. MySpace.com slash NextRadio, NextRadioFans.com, FreeFMFans.com. And tomorrow night after the show, and that's Bar 9 for a little uh, enjoyment. Until next time, friends. Go out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000.